everybody. Welcome to the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. My name is Tammy, but my students know me as Miss Haddad. My name is Joe, and I have no students. On today's episode of the Cozy Rainbow Podcast, we are going to be talking all about memoirs. Have you ever written a memoir, Joe? I think uh, I think a little something called Travels with Charlie. I think that counts oh my with God. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean to hijack your podcast <laughs> or anything, but <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. Are you for real? Well, I had a choice between that and like some books that I other I also don't remember. So clearly, uh, Travels with Charlie was the best one, as I it's the only one I remember. Okay, Travels with Charlie. I think that's actually a travelogue. But who cares, right? <laughs> okay, not me. <laughs> My three trivia questions for you today, starting with question number one, true or false, memoirs are nonfiction. Well, memoirs are stories about uh, things people have actually done, things that people have actually had happen to them. So I'm going to say, yeah, they're nonfiction. Okay, so they're nonfiction. Number two, true or false, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama have both written a memoir. Now, those are two people who have done a lot of things and have had a lot of things happen to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say true. True, okay. And number three, a multiple choice question. Which of the following books is not a real memoir? A. Anne Frank's Diary by Anne Frank. B. Somehow I Managed by Michael G. Scott. And C. Yo-Yo Bros by Tammy Haddad. I, I was not led to believe that Michael G. Scott was a real person. Do you know who Michael G. Scott is? I don't know anymore. Uh, I figured he was just that guy on The Office. But I don't know if you're actually talking about the actor. So, but also, I don't know if you've actually published this here book. Okay, well. But I'm as you are, I, as I am confident that you are a real person, <laughs> I guess I have to go with B. Okay, I love that process of elimination. Amazing job. I will tell you the answers and even more fun facts about memoirs right after this quick message from our sponsors. Ad time. Fellas, fell, fellettes, I don't know. Welcome back to the Poke. <laughs> the Podunk Rainbow Podcast. Yep, that's us. Okay, so all about memoirs. Here we go. <coughs> so what is a memoir? A memoir is a piece of writing based on something that happened in the past. So, Joe, you kind of uh, hit the nail on the head with your definition there. Okay, nice job. One type of memoir is an autobiography or a biography. Biographies are written about someone whereas autobiographies are written by and about the same person. 
I wasn't I wasn't familiar that memoirs extended further than just being a synonym for autobiography. Every time someone uh, talks about uh, a memoir, it's I'm always uh, an autobiography. To the bookstore clerk. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Segways. You apparently. Yeah, me apparently. So I was going to say, Joe, I actually know that you have read an autobiography because you borrowed it from me once upon a time. It was a book I really enjoyed. It was called How Starbucks Saved My Life. Made for a very nice book report. A very easy A. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> it's a pretty good book. I would recommend it. So it's an autobiography about a guy who worked at Starbucks, and it apparently saved his life. He went from making, like, a bunch of money to no money. He was, a, he was like, a marketing consultant, and then... Oh, you remember? Uh, wasn't very, very rapidly... Yeah, he got laid off and then he started working at Starbucks and it really helped him in a variety of different ways. So anyway, that's kind of tangential. That's one example of a memoir. Memoir was a much more popular word in the 1800s, but in the 1900s, the word autobiography began to be more widely used in books. Smart people still say memoir. Okay, well that's not necessarily true. Yes, it is. You say memoir. Thank you. Memoirs can be fiction or nonfiction. Remember, if you are writing a nonfiction memoir, you need to stick to the facts. In a fictionalized memoir, extra details may be added to make a better story. A memoir typically focuses on one special event. So, you know those movies that are kind of like based on a true story? I suppose so. They're kind of boring because they're not like superhero movies or anything, but I guess they exist. Okay, so after giving you all this information about memoirs, I'm going to tell you now how to write a good memoir. And Joe, feel free to pitch in any extra writing tips that you have because apparently Joe's a really good writer. I, I don't know if I can tell you how to be a good writer, but I mean, I will see what I can say. Okay, yeah. So, how to write a good memoir. The first step is to do research about the topic. If you are writing about yo-yos, for example, then maybe all the information you needed was in this very episode. If you are writing about yo-yos, then maybe all the information you need was in our last episode. If you choose a different toy to write a memoir about, which, spoiler alert, creative challenge this week is to write a memoir a little bit more rules than that but we'll get to that later if you choose a different toy to write about you might need to do more research on the history of that toy this week's creative challenge is a writing challenge and your job is to interview an adult about their favorite memory of yo-yos or any other toy then write a memoir inspired by their story now, Joe, I think you'll have something to say about this one. This creative challenge was inspired by none other than our father, our dad. You got his permission? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's my writing tip. Make sure you got permission to share people's deepest, darkest secrets about uh, their favorite toys and whatnot. That's actually a pretty good tip. Don't get sued. Good one, Joe. Okay. Yes. Don't get sued. How to write a good memoir. Do research about the topic. If you're writing about yo-yos, then maybe all the information you needed was in the last episode. If you choose a different toy, you may need to do more research on the history of that toy. 
I would recommend using real quotes from your interview. And make sure your quotes are kept inside of quotation marks. Punctuation is important. To decide on a theme for your story, try to think of what lesson the story can teach to others. You should also make sure to include a conflict that the main character overcomes and include dialogue in your story. So dialogue is when people are talking. Lastly, be sure to practice reading your story out loud. That way you can send us a recording. So if you go ask your parents about you know, their favorite G.I. Joes and they don't actually uh, have an especially compelling conflict to go along with it, it's okay to make this a little bit of a fictionalized memoir. Ah, yes, a fictionalized memoir. Well, was was that okay? Yeah, yes, yes. It's it's okay and it's encouraged. Very nice. Okay, last thing I'm going to talk about is some interview questions to consider asking if you're going to interview an adult about yo-yos. My first question would be, when did you first learn about yo-yos? Have you ever played with a yo-yo? Did you ever wish you had a yo-yo when you were a kid? What toy was popular when you were a kid? Did you ever practice a trick to perform for others? All right, everybody. So the next and last thing we have to do is I'm going to play a clip of the story that I wrote, Yo-Yo Bros. This is the story of the Yo-Yo Bros, a memoir dedicated to my dad, who apparently loved yo-yos when he was in sixth grade. Hey, Don, when did Mr. Mercury say the yo-yo contest is again? Dan looked over at his best friend, Don. It's tomorrow, Dan, Don replied without breaking eye contact with his yo-yo. Don masterfully cast his yo-yo downward. The yo-yo rolled smoothly on the ground. I think I finally got it, Don exclaimed, admiring the perfect angle his yo-yo string created against the concrete pavement outside of school. Yeah, yeah, you don't stand a chance against my breakaway into a man on a flying trapeze combo into around the world with Dan's doggerific dog walk, Dan teased. Whatever, Dan, I know the judges will appreciate my quality yo-yo trick craftsmanship. It's quality over quantity. Quality over qua blah blah blah. Dan took off running. That night, Don created his very own yo-yo string to be his good luck charm during the competition. He carefully wrapped the threads and placed his yo-yo inside of a Pringles can. He had spent the afternoon meticulously practicing his 60-second routine. Don perfected his four tricks. Rock the baby, loop the loop, flying saucer, and finally, walk the dog. He rehearsed every detail of the tricks, from the angle he threw the yo-yo to the amount of force he used when casting the toy. Attention, attention, all sixth grade yo-yo competitors. Mr. Mercury's bellowing voice filled the air. All the sixth graders' heads turned to the judges' table. The competition will now commence. Don Daddle, please come to the stage. Don approached the stage. 
which was actually just a particularly flat area of the field in front of the judge's table. He took a deep breath before beginning his first trick, rock the baby. He gently swung his yo-yo back and forth through the triangle cradle that he had created with the yo-yo string. Then, with a precise force, he flung his yo-yo into loop-the-loop, creating a perfect loop. The yo-yo looped around and around. The judges looked impressed. Don breezed through the flying saucer and finally walked the dog with acute accuracy. Very nice, Mr. Dottle. Next up, Dan Spinelli. Dan rushed up to the stage. Nice job, Dottle. All that practicing pays off. Thanks, Dan. Good luck up there. Don hurried back to his seat. Dan then continued to perform a multitude of tricks, but Don couldn't quite make out exactly what tricks were happening. The transitions were sloppy, but Dan swung the yo-yo around so excitedly that it was hard not to smile watching him. And now for my signature move, Dan's dogorific dog walk, Dan shouted out. Dan began beatboxing while his yo-yo walked along the floor. Dan for yo-yo president, peace. Dan threw up a peace sign before walking off the stage. Mr. Mercury smiled and stifled his laughter. Thank you, Dan. That was really... Mr. Mercury paused. Exhilarating to watch. The whole class continued to watch contestant after contestant. Finally, Mr. Mercury stood up. All right, everyone. I would like to announce the winners of this yo-yo contest. The silence was deafening. Everyone looked toward Don. Knowing the amount of time he spent throughout the week perfecting his tricks on the playground during recess. Third place, Jenna Meadows performing four tricks. Jenna stood up proudly and walked up to Mr. Mercury to receive her ribbon. It's judged on points. Each trick is a point. She should totally win, but Dan did so many more tricks. Someone whispered in the audience loudly. Excuse me, no talking, please, while the winners are being announced, Mr. Mercury declared. Second place, Don Doddle. Don smiled and walked up to the stage. I would like to thank my mom and my dad. Don joked, and Mr. Mercury smiled. Nice job, kiddo. I can tell you spent a lot of time on those tricks. Mr. Mercury patted Don on the back and handed him the second place ribbon. And finally, first place, Dan Spinelli, performing a whopping ten and a half tricks. <laughs> Thank you to everyone for participating. Mr. Mercury handed the ribbon to Dan, who was cheering for himself as he walked off the stage. Don laughed, watching his best friend's antics as Dan dramatically pinned the ribbon on his shirt. Dang it, I wish I had known how this competition was scored. But at least my best pal won first instead of me. Nice job, bro. Don bumped fists with Dan. As they walked back to class, Don overheard one of the teachers quietly saying to Mr. Mercury, Next year, we have to build quality into our scoring. Write that down. The teacher glanced over at Don while she spoke. Don smiled and nodded, then continued walking back to class.
what a what a great and powerful little story you got there that I definitely just listen to right now. All right, everybody. The very last thing we have to do on today's podcast is go over the answers to those trivia questions we talked about in the very beginning of the episode. So, Joe, our first question. True or false, memoirs are non-fiction. False. They can be fictionalized. Yes, very good. Number two, true or false, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama have both written a memoir. True. They are both very important people that have done very important things, and they write about it. Very good. And number three, which of the following books is not a real memoir? A. Anne Frank's Diary by Anne Frank. B. Somehow I Managed by Michael G. Scott. Or C. Yo-Yo Bros by Tammy Haddad. B. Somehow I Managed. And Michael G. Scott is actually a fictional character. Played by a real actor. He's played by a real actor. If he actually published the book, he didn't even publish the book in the actual TV show, so it's like double. Not you a cannot book. buy this book in real life. Nope. You can't get it from your library. Alrighty, everybody. Our creative challenge this week is to interview an adult about their favorite memory of yo-yos or any toy, write a memoir inspired by their story. The deadline for this creative challenge is September 1st, 2022. You can email us your submission at cozyrainbownv at gmail.com. To see the submission rules, please visit our website, www.cozyrainbow.org. You can also find us on Instagram at cozyrainbownv. All right, everybody. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.